Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Uh, it is crunch time brought to you by Red Rooster and Isuzu. Now, uh, the Reptile does call Finchie the unfocused genius. Now, he's going to be part of the call if the game goes ahead. We'll get to that in a minute. Boys, uh, we did notice something funny yesterday, as Finchie pointed out. The president of the IOC, I think it was the president, has not been sighted off Nobbies the whole time. And then there he is. He turned up for the women's beach volleyball. <laughs> him, and, him and his little mate, they're going, uh, not the weightlifting today, Dennis. <laughs> We're going to go to the... Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I should comment on that, Joe. <laughs> my thoughts, but... Yeah. Women's beach volleyball. Uh, that's yeah. what he did. Anyway, maybe he's just... Uh, anyway, um, this is the latest as far as the rugby league is concerned. And uh, just got to open up this. I might go there, Brooksy, but Michael Carianis is reporting that... The South Sydney Rabbitohs, who have flown into Rockhampton, they've been asked to remain on the plane. So that is uh, this is a developing story by Michael Carianis in the Daily Telegraph. They arrived for their scheduled 3pm clash with the Dragons, but have been told they must not leave the plane. A Rabbitohs player said they have no idea what is going on. The Dragons players remain at their Brisbane hotel as they await word. It would take about two hours for them to arrive at the Rockhampton ground from Brisbane's airport. It is hoped that the match is still played on Saturday, but that is yet to be confirmed. Well, at the very least, this is not going to be played at 3 p.m. Uh, we wouldn't mm. have thought that. Moving the dragons Rabbitohs clash to Monday has been discussed. However, it would also mean shifting St. George Illawarra's round 21 game against Canberra uh, with the knock-on effect there. It'll only be a four-day turnaround otherwise. The Knights and the Raiders clash, originally scheduled to be played at Suncorp Stadium today at 5.30, has been moved to Townsville. It is hoped that match is still played on Saturday but he's yet to be confirmed. So, wow, um, this is all happening. And keeping in mind, if a game, Ciro's been... And you've been part of the setup with the Blues and all what goes on, just getting a team ready. Well, if the Knights and the Raiders clash scheduled for Suncorp today at 5.30 moves to Townsville, well, you've got all that to deal with from a logistics point of view. You've got the broadcasters have got to go and set up shop somehow. So it's a shit fight, basically. Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the one thing is about... The, about football, as, as you know, yeah. very adaptable. Mate. Yeah. So you know, you know, it's a it's a it's a fluid situation. So they'll just move, and they'll you know they'll if if, if they said you know, go and play in the Queen Street Mall, I'm sure they would. You yeah. know, yeah. Here's a couple of house bricks and get out there and get into it, boys. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's what that's what footballers do. But uh, yeah, I mean, just to get the get the show on the road, whatever it takes. I think that yeah, they'll do it. But it's 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 a it's a it's a strange one. This snap lockdown. But what, what was there? How many cases were detected in the? What? Six, I think, in Queensland. Six. I so. believe so, yeah, six. Yeah, six, okay. So they've shut down the whole whole southeast Queensland for six k. Okay. That, that, yeah, that's right. It's interesting. I'll tell you what, though, and, and this, 
you could have your view, or, and the reason I was late, and it was great that Nick Davis uh, started this, but the reason I was late was because of... He was very good too, Nick. He was outstanding, outstanding. And the, the shares have dived a little bit here in the last hour. So, but anyway, um, <laughs> he, he was very, very good, Nick. But I was late, of course, because there was gridlock. And the reason there was gridlock is they were basically checking to see if anyone had plans to turn up to a protest. And this is where there are problems, right? So regardless of what you think, the law was to stay in lockdown. And, and most millions of people have done that. And we're not going to get into a p- political chat. No. But, but what I will say is this, for people who were at the protest last week, the reason we were all, all in gridlock was because of the protest last week, right? Now, behind me, I was in the third lane, so the, the right, far right lane, and then ambulance is trying to get through. So can you imagine being in the back of that ambulance in all sorts of strife, desperate to get to a hospital, and... The ambulance can't get through because we're in gridlock. There's a steel uh, rail in between us, so they, they've got nowhere to go. Oh, so yeah. cars, one by one, are slowly but surely finding ways to go left. But then if you're the poor bugger in the back of the ambulance, mm. you know, like, critical yeah. time for you. And that, that's because of people who went to the protest. The knock-on anyway, effect, yeah, that's right. The knock-on effect. Anyway, uh, the Broncos, a big win, defeating the Cowboys 37 points to 18 last night, gentlemen. Tyson Gamble with three tries. I was a big fan of Tyson Gamble coming through at the West Tigers. And if my knock on the West Tigers is this, Ciro, I don't believe we have enough competitors who want to win. Who just you know, they, The stories would come out about Billy Slater. He'd be playing ping pong and just had to win. And I'd imagine those swimming camps would be very competitive people because you want to win. Mm. I feel as though the West Tigers, we've got too many people who are just happy to play first grade but don't have that killer must win. What, what do you read about that? Well, the, oh, the reason I was saying that Tyson Gamble, yeah, okay. he was a, he's a competitor. Yeah, well, he, he, he had a couple of a couple of seasons there, and I know that he was released to go back to back to Redcliffe. I think he's from originally, and he's he's worked hard, and I've got to start with the Broncos. But yeah, look, and and, and sometimes it, 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 it takes it, it takes getting moved from one club to another club, Joel, just to make you wake up to yourself. Yeah. Really, really, yeah, you, you get a kick in the backside. You think, well, I've, I've got to change my attitude. I've got to change a whole lot of things to. You know, but it, that that underlying competitiveness that probably doesn't go away, but I guess if you go to a new environment, sometimes it's hard to hard to show that, or mm. likes are like a bit shy too. But but yeah, I mean, but regardless of what I say about Tyson, yeah, we we need competitors at, yeah. at, at the Tigers. It's it's uh, it was a pretty sorry night for them last night, and you know everything I'm sort of reading, you know all the punters, all the you know rusted on old Western Tigers fans have they've had enough, you know, so something. Something's got to change, mate. So, yeah. uh, I, I think last night may have been the one that's you know it's it's, it's breaking the old camel's back, so to speak. So. Are they are they still filming the Tiger Town documentary? Uh, I, I, <laughs> that I, is going to well, turn I, into I, a depressing uh, yeah, show. Yeah. Well, you need Sunderland to finish. Till I die. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I think with everyone going in the hub, mate, they, it, it, was, it was shut down anyway. Ah, they, okay. they filmed. Ah, I th- right. I think they filmed sort of three or four episodes. Well, they've got enough content to have. Three or four episodes, yeah. but once they moved the whole competition up up north, mate, yeah, everything was was closed yeah. down there, you know. But um, it was great viewing, and I yeah, mean, yeah. it's unmissable, and, yeah, unmissable yeah. to see the fallout from what's happened recently, um, and particularly how Michael Maguire handles it. I think he came out of it looking pretty, pretty good, but geez, the results of late. The Tigers, uh, they hate winning. They hate it. Well, fans, <laughs> we used to joke as fans saying, oh, not ninth again. Well, we'd take ninth. Right? <laughs> we'd absolutely take ninth. Uh, 18 points to 16. Uh, let's have a listen to what the coach, and by the way, I, I'll go on record and say, I don't think it's the coach's fault. I, I don't at no. all think it's no. Magic no. McGuire's fault. But let's have a listen to what the great man had to say. Uh, first half, they stuck to the plan. Um, second half, they didn't. They didn't build the pressure in the second half. And 
it invited the opposition back into the game. So pretty simple. It was uh, you know, two halves of difference, but first half they executed what they meant to do and obviously the second half they went away from that. How do you explain the play the ball towards the end there, match where there's no one there? Where, look, you, you score a try, you win the game, and no one was around to be in the dummy half. What, what does that say about where the headspace is? Maybe uh, got probably fran- it got frantic. Yeah, everyone was trying, but um, you got to concentrate on that moment in time, and yeah, the, you've got to get your dummy half to the, the play of the ball. Uh, yeah, well, someone needs to jump in there. So yeah, that's obviously a disappointing part of yeah we're in a position there to really take control of the game then. A group of young men that you could probably see that I've blooded over a period of time and they're having experiences, sometimes highs, sometimes lows. Uh, they've learned how to play the game. Um, you know, I had Kilma debut today. I had young Tukey Simkin you know, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I've got a Sean Bloor came back for his first time. So I've actually been giving a lot of young men an opportunity. Uh, unfortunately today we had probably a number of our senior guys that weren't there. but. Our expectation as a group is that you've got to turn up and get the job done. So they'll learn a lot out of those sorts of things. And, you know, the, you know everyone wants it now, which uh, myself as a coach and players want. But they're going through a lot of experiences at the moment that are going to be the makings of what this group's about. Yeah, Ciro, he spoke about execution. Now, there was... And by the way, congratulations to Bailey getting a big win. That was a big win, wasn't it, for Warriors? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, with... I think I said nine, yeah, nine or ten regular starters out of the side. Yeah, yeah, no one gave them a chance. I don't think anyone gave them a chance. But, you know, they, that's self-belief. And I, I spoke to Bailey during the week and, you know, they, they, they still filled it a handy side. But, yeah. Um, and I, I don't think it was complacency from the Tigers, mate, but it's it just one of those things that, you know, that's been their problem for the last, probably their last decade, you know. They just haven't had the ability to keep, keep, keep focused on, you know, for the full 80 minutes. They, they play well in patches and... Fall apart at other other times, mate. But you, you need guys who are who are up to you're mentally up to it. Who, yeah. who are just hard asses who will drive drive the the, the, the expectation of, of the playing group to to, to to higher levels, you know, and c- make blacks accountable. They just I don't think we've got those sort of leaders in the club. Well, this is what I said, Jimmy. Uh, people are asking me uh, as an old player, what would you do to fix it? And, and my three points are this: you've got to get the roster to a point where your five highest paid players are very closely aligning with your five best benchmark setters. So they lead the way, as the Melbourne Storm would do. It was always Billy Slater, Cronk and Smith, who, who were the five, three best players, paid players, benchmark setters as well. So that's point number one. And I'm not suggesting you go after those three, but your top three players paid have to be setting the benchmark, which is not currently happening. We need to stop signing second chances. We, it has been the second chance home for 21 yep. years. We need to stop that. So that, there's two of my points. I forget my other point, by the way, uh, which I'll get to in a moment. But uh, two out of three aren't I, bad. I said saw that life. they were after Curtis Scott, potentially, talking about second chances. That's right. Like, oh. Again, uh, and they, it's surely they learned their lesson from Leilua or surely they learned their lesson from James Roberts, like far out. The, well, you know, Russell Packer, and, and he, he did yeah. his rehabilitation. That's fine. and but But he doesn't need to come to the West Tigers. We don't need the second chance players. And there's a stack more of those as well, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know how this is going to end for the Tigers, and, and and I suppose the best part for the win with the Warriors, Ciro, is it must be such a tough job for for uh, Brownie now that the players know they're not going to be playing in the finals, but you're still got to hang around for five or six weeks. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and particularly losing a couple of guys, you, you know, and, and and people have different thoughts about you know Roger packing up and going home. You know, there's still six or seven weeks to go. What do you think about that? Well, I, I I understand why he's going, mate, yeah. but I, I think. If if you're the leader of the club and you, you, you're again you're setting standards and he, he's been he's been a 
you know, he's been an outstanding player for, for, for years and years there. But, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I have my reservations about packing up and going home. Sure, there'll be you – know, that. there's an eight-week – you know, bubble now with a, yeah. with a, with New Zealand, but you know he'll, he'll have time to get back home. And I, I think most of their families were over here anyway with, with them. You know, yeah. the, at at, at Terrigal, then they've moved up to up to Queensland with them. So, uh, and I'm, I'm not sure Roger's circumstances. I know his family was was with him in Terrigal, but yeah, it's it's it, it's a funny one. And then Lisa Armau j- jumped on the back of that as well. So they, they gave him permission, but you know they've been away from home for a long time now. Those blacks have been away 18 months. You know, living you know living here in Australia. So it's um, but yeah, I, I, I was a little bit taken aback, to be honest, when, when I heard that they're granting him permission to go home. As soon as we hear any news around, uh, Sharky's asking, uh, do we know if the game's going ahead, Sugar? We'll let you know as soon as we know. And we're going to cross out to Channel 7 very shortly for Tokyo, where they have the mixed relay. Mixed medley, is it? or the? Yeah, mixed medley. Um, so a couple of different tactics here. Some will lead off and go male, male, female, female. Australia's going to lead off with Kaylee McEwen in the backstroke, backing up soon after her 200 wow. metre race yeah tough back up for her we'll strange, keep you posted choice. yeah we'll keep you posted as soon as we hear anything for the rugby league but in the meantime let's go to the dulcet tones of Basil Liesel and also the great man Thorpey here we go again so good first time at the Olympics the mixed 4 by 100 medley relay take your mark Kaylee McEwen, who at 20 years of age has won two Olympic gold medals, is now swimming against Ryan Murphy, who got the 100 and 200 double in Rio five years ago. He's in the water for the United States. Slow off the mark, Kathleen Dawson for Great Britain. They'll expect to come home. So it's Rylov for Russia, Ciccone of Italy, Zhu for China, Kathleen Dawson, Great Britain, Ryan Murphy for the United States. Big lead already. Australia's Kaylee McEwen out of the top three. The Netherlands with Tucson and Israel with Gorbenko. Kaylee McEwen there battling against Ryan Murphy's feet. Just the absolute wash coming off that. So swimming into it makes it so challenging. This is this is a swim where you actually might want to be next to the lane rope just so that you don't get quite as much wash of some of the, the, the biggest swimmers. And when I say bigger, bigger physically, uh, you know, the men that are swimming out there, that wash that Kaylee McEwen would have taken on in that first lap is a lot to deal with. So Australia turn in fifth spot, but now the roles are reversed. So it was man against woman for the United States and Australia. Now it's Zach Stubbledy Cook with a breaststroke against Lydia Jacoby, the 17-year-old. She's goggles. Jacoby's lost her goggles on that. Um, that's going to affect her. He's up against... Zach Stubbley Cook's also up against Adam Peaty, but that's going to affect the American result. So the Italians out in front, China second, Russia third. They've all gone with the men first. And as a result, they've got a pretty big lead. And I think in this, Zach is doing a sensational job up against Adam Peaty to be able to stick it close to him at, at this early stage of the race. He's doing a great job. Good on you, Zach. So Tori Husks to get into the water for the United States and Matthew Temple for Australia. How much ground can he make up? What sort of a position can the Australians be in? It's Italy, China, Russia. We're expecting this gap will close now. So the three lead female, the three lead swimmers of females and the chasing pack males. The gap's going to close here. This is fascinating stuff. It is. And watching just, you know, Using, playing to the strengths of, of, of every nation around the world, of where their best swimmers are at, looking at the times, working out strategically how to do this, 
um, you know, it would it would have it would have taken the coaches months to work out how to swim this race. Matthew Temple's got so much work to do here because we know we've got Emma McKeon up against Caleb Dressel for the final leg. So he wants to be moving up, get her in a good position, get her in the water well ahead of the US. We're sitting back about five metres now, so we want to get that 10-metre gap if we possibly could. And if we compare to the Americans, we've also we've got to compare ourselves to the Brits as well. So that distance to make up for Emma McKean is significant. James Guy handed over to Anna Hopkin. It's Great Britain in front. This event being contested at the Olympics for the first time. Out she goes, Emma McKeon. How much ground can she make up on Anna Hopkin in front of her? And Caleb Dressel, he's the one coming in the middle lane. So the United States in lane five, Caleb Dressel, don't forget, he wants to keep his dream alive of winning six gold medals at the One Games. Emma's coming. She's into third position at the moment. What a finish this is. Anna Hopkin in front. Pellegrini for Italy. Chasing his Dressel. The big American. Can he get there? Not sure that he can. It might be Great Britain. Hopkin hanging on. Yang of China. Australia pushing up. Maybe into the silver medal position. Look at this swim from Emma. A world record for Great Britain. China second. Bronze third. Emma McKeon. She's unbelievable. So with, with that swim for Emma McKeon, uh, she actually goes to double digits, doesn't she? Or she, she joins now. She joins you both. So Liesl Jones, nine Olympic medals. Ian Thorpe, nine Olympic medals. So we suspect it will be tomorrow she goes to 10. Uh, well done. Great Britain, take it out. And uh, Adam Peaty, he's a colourful sort of character, isn't he? Yeah, I think sometimes people forget to remind him that he's a breaststroker. Yeah. Uh, he thinks he's, he dead set thinks he's in the 100 freestyle or something. What's going on? Uh, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, the dead set egg and spoon race of the swimming world. <laughs> yes. Oh, there you go. Saturday standouts, by the way. That's a beautiful segue into that. Brought to you by the powerful three-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to live. And uh, speaking about power... Uh, as you said before, while the swim was on, it just goes to show you can't, in that race, finish off with the uh, the male swimmer. Yeah, so it's the first time we've seen it at Olympics. I think we've had it at one World Championships before. So coaches are still figuring out where to swim the men and where to swim the women. So America left Caleb Dressel to last, and he was just too far gone by then. So you've obviously got to have a couple of blokes up towards the front of the relay. Um Strange tactics, uh, a very strange race to watch given the lead changes. I mean, we never really saw Usain Bolt race Sally Pearson, did nah. we? Nor, nor did we ever really want to, in uh. my opinion. Um, but <laughs> there it is. It was. It, it's. It's a bit of a spectacle, I guess. But um, yeah, strange event. Uh, Jacoby, uh, the replays coming through here. He had, had a goggles completely off. Just about Cam Smith, the golfer, the Australian golfer, currently on the course three under for the round through seven holes. He's at seven under. Four shots behind uh, the clubhouse leader, Xander Schuffle. So uh, that is the state of play there. And just on Great Britain, um, what do you think of Great Britain? T to me, it's it's not a country. Like, wh why why aren't they England? And why aren't they Scotland. Wales and Scotland? Scotland. Wh why do they get to be Great Britain? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, in the swimming, it probably doesn't help them that much because uh, there's not much to pick from in, in the swimming world. But they are getting a lot stronger since the London Olympics. But for something like Rugby Sevens, it suddenly turns into the Great Britain Lions. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a different ball game. They're strong, are they? The yeah. same as a the cycling. Their cycling team is 
awesome. Um, it's pretty weird. I, I, I don't personally understand it. I never have. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, coming up, we've got the Sharks versus Spain. Well, that's on now. That's live on now. Uh, the win secures a quarterfinal spot. The Hockey Roos, uh, in fact, we've got a score there, boys. Keep an eye on the score when it you want on it. It was 4-2 to Spain, but I think it's changed since then, mate. It's, we're into the second quarter. Okay, second quarter. We'll keep you across that anyway. Hockey Roos are taking on the women, are taking on Argentina, who are still unbeaten. Barty and oh. Piers versus Djokovic and Stojvanovic for the bronze medal match. Yeah, 7-3. Seven, 7-3 three. Seven. Seven, into the second quarter there. The Spains leading Australia in the water polo with the men's basketball coming up. The women's rugby, New Zealand takes on the winner of Great Britain or France, speaking of which. Men's basketball, the Group A match, sees USA versus the Czech Republic. Matt Denny has qualified third for the men's discus final for the Australian. Uh, for the listeners on SEN Gold Coast and SEN Track Brisbane, thank you for joining us. You can carry on, by the way, as Trackside is coming up for you. However, you can listen on the app to Crunch Time. You head over to the SEN app is the way to do that. Paul Sirenen, the Missile, James Magnus, and I'm Joel Kane. A break and back for the next hour. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.